Welcome to the Brain Hickey Podcast, resources for marketers and entrepreneurs to help you leave a long-lasting mark on your audience, what I call a brain hickey. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to the Brain Hickey Podcast. Adam Benzman here, and this is a bonus podcast since I got a little behind during our product launch for Chitter I told you about in the last podcast. And that website, if you want to check it out, is chitter.reviews. So we'll jump right in here. I was thinking about spending money lately. And one of my biggest hobbies and my biggest passions is mountain biking. And it's funny that that like expenses and purchases related to my hobby or things that, that bring me joy, they're kind of no brainer sales, right? Because they're meaningful. And there's some sort of emotional um, experience that I get when I buy product that that helps me I pursue my passions and the things I enjoy you know, whether it's gear or new equipment or b- bike parts or whatever it is because I'm buying a feeling essentially I'm buying something that will make my experience better and it literally puts a smile on my face and it, it got me thinking about other purchases so I was you know I'm cheap about buying shoes. I don't know what it is. I have a bad back. I broke my back years ago, and it should be in good shoes, right? Because they're they're supportive. But shoes to me, which obviously is different for every person, uh, go walk into someone's closet. I had a friend of mine. Uh, you walked into his entryway, and he literally had, I kid you not, in the entryway, a 25-foot, um, six, uh, excuse me, two-by-six, two levels of shoes, pairs of shoes lined up from one end to the other two levels high. It was insane. So anyway, my analogy, shoes aren't important to me, but they're very important to other people. So I'm just trying, trying to get get to a little story here about smiles. So I, I'm i cheap with buying shoes. They don't really, they're more utilitarian, right? They don't, they, to me, it's not like I made some fashion statement. It's a, it's a tool, protect my feet. But I put off buying shoes because it doesn't bring me joy. It doesn't put a smile on my face. Whereas the littlest thing, even a $3 part for my mountain biking hobby, puts a smile on my face. And I started to think about how much our emotions are tied to buying things. And if you can put a smile on someone's face with your product, they're going to buy again. And this came back up because I was out to dinner. My wife and I had a little staycation the other day. So we go up. We live in the mountains. We went uh, on a hike, and then we went out to this this Mexican restaurant. Really cool place. So they have a great atmosphere. There's a a rooftop overlooking the mountains. It's sunny. You know, got to have a Mexican beer, sit out, and have chips and salsa. You feel like you're on vacation. It was it was awesome. But the service was horrendous. And from the get go, server didn't come out and took forever, service was slow, food was mediocre. And I sat there and I turned to my wife and said, it's funny, we don't go out to eat that often because we both enjoy cooking. But the reason people go out to eat and to spend money is for the experience. It puts a smile on your face, right? You, I mean, ask yourself this question, would you go out to eat to a restaurant that has mediocre service and great food or great service and mediocre food? Now, most people would choose the service because that's like the whole fun of going out. It's being waited on, having a good experience. You know, you you choose to eat out for reasons. It obviously costs you more money than, than eating at home. So it's, it's the convenience, it's the fun, it's the experience. And when we're making buying decisions, we, we chase our emotions. So I, I'm sitting here thinking about bike parts and crappy Mexican, <laughs> crappy Mexican food experience and saying, hey, you know, 
if that experience put a smile on my face, I'd go back even though the food wasn't good because the whole experience sitting on this rooftop deck in the sun over like in the mountains is pretty, pretty rad. But I literally won't be going back because I didn't have a great experience. It didn't put a smile on my face. So then I get back home and I'm, I'm getting some work done and playing some catch up on things. And I'm, I'm noticing the same trend online, whether I'm scrolling through my Facebook newsfeed and I see ads, I see what clicks. And ultimately, what drives buying decisions is smiles. I mean, think about it. How much fun is it to buy something? Like in our society, it's like, it, it is a thrill. It's enjoyable. It's fun. I even sit on Amazon and I get excited, right? And I'm like, ooh, yeah, Amazon Prime. It'll be here in two days. And the box comes and I smile because I usually forget what I ordered on Amazon until <laughs> a stack of Amazon Prime boxes on the, on the front porch. So I started to think about how to package up smiles in my marketing and in advertising and how to help companies get smiles. And part of it is brand communications to be memorable. If, if you can make someone smile, they remember the experience. And that experience kind of becomes almost like sizzled and burned into the brain. Ah, kind of like a brain hickey. Well, that's funny. I wasn't even going there with that. It just happened. But it's true. That becomes a, a memorable brand experience. It's kind of imprinted on the brain and, and, and it's long lasting. So if you can find a way to build smiles into your brand experience, you're going to watch sales go up. And people like to share happy experiences. They want to see their friends experience happy experiences. So how are some ways to do this? One is with video, being personable in video. You know, I am I am like up to my, <laughs> I've had enough with all the the, the marketers on, on Facebook and on YouTube advertising and they're, you know, running around and they're showing off their Lamborghini. It's always a Lamborghini or a Bentley. I don't know why. It's like no one's into Mercedes or BMW anymore. You got to step it up a notch. But it's all kind of the same thing. And there was another company who I thought did a really interesting job. And that was a company called Design Pickle. And Design Pickle did this whole thing where it was like pickles versus bullets. It's like, you know, it just made you smile. And you watch, it was a really long video. I didn't watch the entire thing. But I watched some of it. And it was all about their whole brand identity is this pickle. But they do graphic design work. And they literally just took guns and shot pickles and filmed it. And it was fun, right? So you're capturing people's attention. They laugh. They start to smile around your brand. And they did a great job with that campaign. And it stood out because it was different. It wasn't just them sitting, you know, in their office on a whiteboard being like, hey, I came from nothing and I built this and you can too and blah, whatever other, you know, kind of the, the, the same rinse and repeat stuff we keep seeing, the, the solo name brands. It's always a guy's name, always. Um, so anyway, they made you smile. They capture attention and even their name makes you smile. You know, design pickle. It's cute. It's fun. It's memorable. It's how brain hickey came to be. It's the same thing. It, it, you tell people this, and the first thing they do is they smile because it, you know, it, it kind of makes them uncomfortable. So that's another thing. Catching people off guard. I always say if you're not if you're not rubbing people wrong, you're you're doing it. You're doing it. Excuse me. If you're if you're rubbing people the wrong way, gosh, I can't even talk today. If you're not rubbing people the wrong way, you're doing it wrong. Meaning, you know, it's healthy to push the boundaries to make some people a little uncomfortable, put them on the edge of your edge of their seat, so to speak. So with the name brain hickey, the word hickey is, you know, semi taboo, people know what it means. They usually haven't gotten one since they were a kid. It's almost embarrassing and vulnerable. And and people always chuckle when they hear the name. So that's one way to be memorable is to make them smile. Um, and, and there's something really profound and forget science, forget all this analytical junk. Just think about it. When was the last time you smiled and you laughed? You know, there's a whole there's a whole shift in your body chemistry and your mind and your emotional state that 
that shifts in such a positive way and it puts you in a great mood and everyone likes to spend money in a happy way. You know, it's, it's never fun to have to write a check for something that doesn't bring joy. So anyway, rubbing, uh, pushing the boundaries a little bit, you know, shooting pickles with guns, obviously, especially since guns are such a controversial topic, uh, great way to, to kind of push the boundaries a little bit and get people to smile. The other thing is just simply authenticity. You know, I wrote um, some emails the other day and it was part of a referral campaign. So people would go in and there was uh, they'd take an action, they'd get a thank you note and then ask for a referral. And it, the subject line was, you know, a personal thank you and then in parentheses uh, and hugs and smiles or something like that. And you look at it and you're like, oh, that's like the most personable note. And obviously it only works on certain audiences and depending on your familiarity with your email list and their familiarity of you and your name. But the point is, I mean, you, it, it's authentic, it's personable, and it makes people smile. It makes people feel connected, you know, part of something. So think of your product or your service or if your marketer, the ones that you're trying to sell and ask yourself, how can I bring smiles to my clients? Is there something, you know, can you drop a random note in their inbox. I mean, imagine that like happy, uh, I don't know what days or what holidays are coming up, whatever holidays coming up, just send a card that, that's like a little gift file or a funny animation or something cute, a picture from the whole gang at the office wearing hats, silly hats or something, right? So anything that kind of brings this personable, fun connection to your brand. And it's not about trying to be funny because oftentimes that really fails. Uh, believe me, I've tried been down that road. But if you can bring some sort of authenticity, it just it's that level of rawness when you can connect with your audience that just makes people smile, right? They they feel like they're dealing with a human behind the whole thing. So again, you know, talking about mountain biking, I was on uh, a mountain biking company's website. Uh, the company is called Transition Bikes. Transition um, Bikes is based in Oregon, and their their brand identity is great. Like they're rider owned. And you jump on there and it, you just immediately through through interacting with their company online, feel this connection with the team. Like it feels personal. They make you want to smile. They look like they're having fun. So go take a look at it. I forget their, actually, let me find their website right now. But it, I think it's transitionbikes.com. Um, let me see if I can find it. So they they do a fantastic job. Yeah, it is transitionbikes.com. So just as a, as a sample of how they position the brand, you know, it just looks fun. So go on there and either click about or team, and you're going to see this goofiness. Like they really play up that these guys are personable and they're having fun and they will, they will make you uh, smile for sure. Um, you can't not smile looking at them. So again, it just, you're buying into that fun, joyful part of the brand. And it really doesn't matter what industry or service is just a good example to look at. So next time you are writing uh, an email campaign, next time you're crafting some, uh, I don't know, product or service. Sorry, I had to take a picture. There is a deer that's going to accompany this podcast. As I'm uh, recording this, there is a deer that walked up to my window and put his head up in the window. So uh, check the comments. You're going to see this picture <laughs> if you just heard that little snap. Um right in the in the background there I, I just missed it right as he was putting his face there and i just got the side view so anyway check out transitionbikes.com look at your own brand's identity how you position your company online how you facilitate all your brand communications even if something is finding some unique way to sign off on your email signatures tell a story use some video but bring a smile to your customer's face and it will equal sales so smiles equal sales that's the the fun takeaway hope you had a little fun in this podcast and I will see you guys next week on the next round of the Brain Hickey Podcast. 
Hey, thanks again for listening. Access all your supplementary podcast goodies at brainhickey.com. Don't forget to click subscribe for new episode alerts. And hey, if you like what you hear, leave us a review. This is Adam Benzman signing off the Brain Hickey Podcast.